Hey there, and welcome back to part three of this audio series named The Six Foundational Movement Patterns. I'm Harris Benjamin, and today's movement pattern, movement pattern number two, is the hip hinge. If you remember, in part one of this series, we went through an introduction over all of the, the six patterns. I gave you some context behind them. In part two, we went over the squat, and now in this episode, we're going over the hip hinge. Right, so the hip hinge simply means that you are f- almost folding your body at the hips. Right, so if you think of, if you know what a deadlift is, uh, if you imagine picking up something off the floor where you're sort of bending at the waist, that is the hip hinge. All right, so the squat that we went over is going to train muscles all throughout the body. It's a huge movement, but if you had to narrow it to kind of like the main, you know, muscle group that it's training in the legs, it would be the front of the thighs, right? The quadriceps. So whereas the hip hinge here, think of more as training the back of the body. Again, these movements train the entire body, but primarily to keep it simple in your head, we're really focusing on the hamstrings, which is the back of the thighs, the glutes or the butt muscles, and all the way up the back. So the hip hinge is critical for training muscles that we don't use enough in our everyday life. What do I mean by that? When we go through our, you know, our life as, as people in this society, we sit a lot, we walk forward, we sit in a car seat, we're typing, right? Most of the stuff that we do is in the seated and or forward moving position. And when we're doing that, right, a lot of the muscles in the front of the body are engaged, but a lot of the muscles in the back side of the body, right, the butt, the glutes, the back of the thighs, the the back itself are not engaged, right? Or not engaged enough. And what happens is a lot of people create a lot of imbalances throughout their muscles and their bodies because we're always kind of using the front of our body and we're not training the back enough. So this is where the hip hinge movements, right? Deadlifts, glute bridges, hip thrust variations, anything where you're really training you know, the back of the thighs and, and the, the, the glutes come into play so importantly because it's going to not only just, you know, fill another one of those buckets in our full body training that we need, as we described in the introduction here, but it's really going to target the muscles that we need some more love with, some, some TLC, as they say. So uh, the hip hinge variations are amazing. They're critical. They're going to make you really strong and athletic. They're going to improve your posture because Again, by training the back of that body, it's going to teach us to stand taller and to have a more evened out, you know, posture throughout everything that we do. And they just look cool. You know, deadlifting is one of my favorite movements. Deadlifting is essentially where you pick things up off the floor. So another another real world benefit of these hip hinge movements is just that, getting stronger and safer with picking things up. So whereas the squat we talked about in the previous episode is more about squatting weight with your legs, right? Squatting down, squatting up off of a chair, off of a box, or just in the middle of the, you know, the room. A deadlift is more about picking things up, right? You're, so you're using your full body to lift. So if you lift a child off the floor, if you lift suitcases, if you have to lift up a heavy piece of furniture, it's essentially a deadlift and it's essentially this hip hinge category. So by getting stronger in your training at this hip hinge, right? You're going to be able to lift heavier things. You're going to be able to lift heavier things more safely. And essentially, you're just going to really further bulletproof 
your your back and your hips and, and allow yourself to get through life in a much safer manner while still being athletic and not you know being hesitant to lift heavy stuff. So the hip hinge is our second category. Again, it is primarily going to be a deadlift variation, a hip thrust type variation, even like a you know a, a kettlebell swing, which if you know what that is, it's a great movement. But it's something where you are folding at the hips and coming back up and training that movement over and over again. All right. So again, we're not going to get into the weeds in this series of the exact techniques and how to best perform all these lifts. But what I do want to share is the the simple practical ways that you can execute them no matter what your gym space is like or your experience level is. Because I want you to know that you can do all of these six movement patterns every week, multiple times a week no matter what situation you're in. So if you're in a full commercial gym, right, of course you have all the equipment at your expo- um, at your disposal. If you're in maybe a smaller home gym with just a couple weights, right, you can get creative. You can do deadlift variations as long as you have anything to hold. You can do hip thrust variations. Um, if you are without equipment, right, this is a tougher movement to train if you're without any equipment at all. But again, you can get creative. So with the students that I have that are maybe on vacation or somewhere and they're you know in a remote place and they don't have anything with them, I'll have them do lots of hip bridge variations on the floor. You can look that up on my YouTube. Single leg bridge variations are going to be even heavier. So you, the idea is you want to find a stimulus that is challenging for your level. And depending on what you have or do not have available, you can tweak the movements there, right? But again, I don't want to get into the weeds here. So we're going to leave it at that for this short brief section on the hip hinge that is your second movement and it's going to make a big big impact in your everyday life and in your results and in the way that you feel so make sure that you're hinging on a weekly or you know twice a week or even three times a week basis depending on and you're going to feel a lot of strength gains from that so please share this podcast episode and series with friends with family email me at harris at coachbyharris.com if you have any questions you can also message me on instagram at Coach by Harris. Thanks for listening in this to this short section. I'll see you in the next part, and we're going to get to some upper body variations for that. All right. Have a great day.